This is Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about Mi'kmaq people, politics, land and water. I'm Glenn Wheeler. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Mi'kmaq Matters. Many of you will be hearing me just before or just after or maybe on the day of the summer solstice itself, June 21st, also known as National Indigenous Peoples Day. It's that very special time of year when the light stays in the night sky the longest, the hills and mountains still a silhouette against the night sky at 11 o'clock and later. For our Mi'kmaq ancestors, it was the best time of year. The weather warm after a long winter. They had made their way back to the coast after spending this winter months inland closer to food, caribou, rabbits, and other four-legged creatures. This time of year, they're back on the coast with other families, meeting where they usually do this time of year, setting up wigwams near the water, rivers or salt water. And they would be no doubt eating salmon, cooked over an open fire, the skin seared but still moist and pink and tasty inside. So good. The adults laughing and talking about the winter months gone by, children running around on the periphery, feeding on the same energetic happiness as the adults. Happy to see each other again after not being together for many months. Fanned by a soft, sickly, southwest wind. A night so beautiful you don't want to go to sleep. And there's no need to. Stay up as long as you want. So let's join the adults by the fire. Or if you want, you can run around with the children. Either way, let us give thanks for the night sky, for the warmth, for the food, For what we have and who we are, and like those sitting around the fire, let us reflect on the year gone by and the year to come, on what we've accomplished and the challenges ahead. is many things. It's about knowing who your ancestors are, learning about the language, being connected with your community. Above all, it's about the land. Perhaps you can't speak the language. Perhaps you live far away from your home community and only get back once a year. Maybe the rest of the time you have your feet in another world, far away from your home. But when you're on your land, try to get to a quiet place away from the road and the houses and close your eyes, breathe the air and smell the woods and the water and listen and imagine the ancestors standing where you are. 
Land is culture, a way of knowing, relating, connecting, direct and unmediated between you and the ancestors. We are proud and grateful for who we are and for our land, our beautiful land. Let us give thanks to all the land defenders on our island and beyond. In central Newfoundland, to Justin Hodge and all the members of the Francis clan fighting so hard to save Charlie's Place, Mi'kmaq ancestral territory, land of so much biodiversity and traditional plants and medicines. As you know from listening to us here on Mi'kmaq Matters, things are at a critical stage. The province has given Cornerbrook Pulp and Paper the green light to cut. Let Cornerbrook Pulp and Paper know that it's wrong to destroy the ancestral territory of Mi'kmaq people. Across the water in Nova Scotia, Mi'kmaq people are fighting gold mines on their impact on Mi'kmaq land, as we are on our island. In Brunswick, our cousins, the Wolastiqui, have filed a claim to the western part of the province, which contains the waters of what is now known as the St. John River. As we've also discussed here on Mi'kmaq Matters, the pressures on Indigenous land will only get more intense because of the electric vehicle and the need for minerals such as copper. Even in my own community in the Bay of Islands, the mineral speculators have arrived, digging up Bloomingdale Mountain looking for copper. Across Turtle Island, from Nevada to Newfoundland, Indigenous people are facing the prospect of the destruction of their land in the name of solving a problem for which they are not responsible. And so it goes. Defend indigenous land, here and everywhere. It's strange, isn't it, that land being so central to indigenous identity, that the leadership of Halibut First Nation refers to our band as a landless band. How can that be? The leadership in promoting this image of ourselves has created a kind of defeatism when it comes to land and land defense. Asked to stand up for the land, they say, we have no rights. It says so in the agreement in principle establishing the band. In fact, it does not. Here's what the AIP states. Section 7.1 of the agreement states that Halibu is established with, quote-unquote, no reserve base. However, Section 2.2 is headed Aboriginal or Treaty Rights and states these words, Nothing in this agreement shall be construed so as to abrogate or derogate from any existing treaty or Aboriginal right of Aboriginal peoples of Canada under Section 35 of the Constitution Act, 1982. So, let us now resolve to stop calling ourselves a landless band, for such is an impossibility and an insult to the ancestors who were so connected in the most profound way to the land, to our land.
So all the best to you on this very special day, whether you spend it on our own land or are a visitor on the land of another nation, whether you attend a sunrise ceremony or any other kind of event, or even if you just go for a walk, listen, breathe, and connect with the ancestors in your own personal way. Allison Baker is the producer of Mi'kmaq Matters. Support our work at patreon.com slash Mi'kmaq Matters. I'm Glenn Wheeler, Emsat Nogama, all my relations. Thank you.